Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number 31. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we're here to talk about the Coffee Cup episode of the Desperate Housewives. It was a pretty decent episode, I think. It wasn't one of the best, but, you know, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible, but, I mean, can you really have a whole season of episodes that just aren't terrible? Well, yeah, I think so. Matter of fact, you know, this episode or this season is almost turning out to be like what I had heard a lot about. Like a filler season. season. Season two. I, no, I actually... I, there, okay, let's point out real quickly, you know, that there were some interesting things in this episode. Okay. All right. First of all, I find... I found the whole going back and forth, you know, Gabby sending the partner away after Lynette has right. spent the last several months basically prepping him. Yes. You know, building in and investing into this guy to... To basically fill in for her for maternity leave. Right. I mean, she has, and and then all of a sudden, without knowing that, Gabby sent you know makes the uh, plans to send this guy to Miami, uh, and and I I enjoyed seeing that. And then okay. all of a sudden, that was fun. The scene where Tom and Lynette, it was a little over the top. I'll get, I'll give you that. I wish they would have downplayed the that they wouldn't have went so over the top in their um, showing the scene of trying to talk it out it's like oh yeah and the 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 arm was still intact still holding the golf club right that was a little bit much i wish they would have kind of just kind of down a little toned that down a little bit but still very much made a convincing argument about why they shouldn't go to florida right i i i think that i would have liked that a little bit more but this but but those things you know what my favorite part about that was what was that tom and lynette are a team yes that i mean they really they are yeah you know yeah she gave him the look he gave her the look and i even told you they're they're in he's in on it they're, yeah. they're in on this together yeah but th- those conversations that's really what this show is about i mean th- this show this tv show is about being over the top mm-hmm. i mean it, it that's that's what the show is so Absolutely. I get that, but like uh, Gabby throwing the priest the wad of money through yeah, the confession, the wad of yeah. cash that was good. That was it's a little over the top, just a little. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's let's see how do we normally? I I didn't take any notes this no, week. No, we didn't. I didn't take any notes. We this usually week. take notes and go in order. Yeah, but let's talk people. about relationships. You know, um, Nick and Angie. Yeah. Uh, so the end, who do you think, uh, you know, who do you think did the strangling in the coffee shop? Was uh, it Angie or was it Nick? Well, um, I think that they lead you to believe it was Nick. Yeah. Because the girl says, oh, did you forget something? And he was the last one there. And, you know, so I think they're leading you to believe that it was Nick. Right. But I have to tell everyone, and I'm so upset that I didn't think of this myself. I really am. But um, earlier this week, uh, on Wednesday of last week, Wednesday of last week, um, had lunch with Cliff and um, my mother-in-law, his mom. 
and she thinks that Angie strangled um, Julie. Julie. And so then if it was Angie who strangled this girl, then I'm, you know. It makes sense. It would make, yeah. I think it makes perfect sense. They Well, here's the thing that we do know from this episode is that Angie, number one, uh, suspects that something's going on. Absolutely. When absolutely nothing is right. going on. Well, you're right. But she suspects. Yeah, but that waitress shouldn't be wiping crumbs off it. I mean, absolutely I've never not. been to a, ra- to a restaurant where... Or a coffee shop where someone brushed crumbs off of my shirt. Right. You know. Yeah. That's a little a little over the top, if you will. <laughs> mm. See a theme going theme on going here. Going on here. But, but uh, go ahead. But we we did notice that she is very jealous now. She's very on edge about him being around these young women. And we did see the angle from a shot from the car of somebody looking in as yes. in spying on him Mm -hmm. and i mean angie we saw spying other places so she she's and and, and, it would fit in i like i said i'm kind of upset that i didn't think of it myself well here's the thing and she's got a heightened sense of distrust now that she knows it's like well brie would never cheat on orson that you know and now all of a sudden she she knows that brie yeah exactly so now maybe maybe i should follow my husband and maybe i should look and you know, and, and of course, the big reveal was last week, and what, which was that Angie already knew right. about Julie. And so, therefore, if Angie already knew, and yeah, yeah it, it makes perfect sense. So, right now, in my mind, there's only one logical person who's responsible. That's Angie. For both, and that would be Angie. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. The and only thing that gets I'm me is so at the upset. end is that there had to be a, quite a bit of strength for Angie to be able to lift this girl in the co- coffee shop up the way that she did. But I'm not going to put that past her. No. So. No. Adrenaline can do amazing things to the body. Yes. Okay. Good point. Good point. And uh, anger and passion can do amazing things to adrenaline. Yeah. You know? Um. So, yeah, I- I'm not putting it past Angie. And obviously I give all the credit to to your mom. Yeah, for, for saying that. There you go. Which, so, by the way, my mom listening to some podcasts that uh, we produce. I now. know that's kind of scary too. But. I know. I just hope she doesn't go back into the archives. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, mom. Aren't those aren't those out there? Shh, we don't talk, secure we can't, for plus members. We can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're in trouble. Even if she doesn't. Yeah. So, um, clearly, we're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Partly, <laughs> no. maybe, maybe not. So, but anyway, hats off to your mom for for saying that, and I'm yeah. sticking with her. I, I like it. I think I think it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Unless it's Mrs. McCluskey, whom we haven't seen in a while. Ah, uh, that is correct. But we know that the actress is battling cancer right now. Oh, is she? Yes. Okay, I did not know and that. So- I saw a lady pull out of our neighborhood earlier today. And I could have swore it was Mrs. McCluskey. <laughs> I am not kidding you. This lady looked dead on. I'm like, I, I was like, that looked like Mrs. McCluskey. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That would be hilarious. That is pretty funny. So we wish her the best. Yes. Anyway, so it, those two things alone. So there's the Tom and Lynette the, and the whole, you know, the moving to Florida thing. I really enjoyed that. And then the whole um, coffee shop is this Angie angle I really enjoyed. Yes. 
And I'm even going to go further and say another thing that I enjoyed, and I know that you don't like it because you're not a real huge fan of Orson, which I'm not a fan of Orson either, but I am a fan of reconciling marriages between two imperfect people who make a lot of stupid, idiotic mistakes. Absolutely. Okay. It looks like they're on that way, though. I the opera and the the appreciation, yeah, and the fact that some of it's just you know the physical and and some of the emotional needs being met outside of the marriage. So yeah, I, yeah. But if you remember back to when Orson and Bree first got together, um, she rushed off to the doctor because she thought something was wrong with her because she had never experienced this before, and you know. So she used to physically be attracted to him. I mean, he used to be able to woo her. Woo her. Yeah. Yeah. And um they used to get naked, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um you know, a lot of that in real life, obviously in real life when you get into problems and disagreements and the stress of of work and obviously Orson's been to prison and everything that did to Bree and those things go unseen you know or go forgotten Mm -hmm. those things get forgotten and um it's sad so I think that they're stepping in the. I see. I think that they're stepping in the in this in the direction of reconciliation. I hope so. That and that's what I'd love to see. Absolutely. I, and not only that, but I would love to see not just reconciliation, but I'd love to see some life change. And so I'd am- love to see a strong Orson again because this this mm-hmm. dude is this wimpy. You yeah. Know, yeah. He's getting on my nerves. No, I, I agree. That's why I say I, I would love to see some real growth. Um, you know, Bree's a very strong individual uh, and she's really struggling right now, obviously. Uh, but I would love to see a very strong couple and, and somebody that all of a sudden they they become an example of somebody who can overcome a great deal. And Carlos and Gabby were almost that couple. Almost. Almost that couple. But I'll, I'll tell you, everything they did... Uh, as far as Gar- Carlos and Gabby, everything they did to really make their relationship my favorite on the show, they've destroyed it. Mm-hmm. They have destroyed it uh, over ever since that John guy came back. You know, it was it was just like all downhill from that right. point forward. And and Tom and Lynette still seem to be the foundational rock uh, as far as a a marriage that I think that that portrays really some good values. Yes. Minus the, you know, hiding your son and all that other stuff. But anyway, well, you know, I think that that shows that they they, you know, they make mistakes, too. You mm-hmm. know? Queen yeah. of Norway is in our chat room, by the way. She uh, she must have clicked on a link in Facebook. And earlier in the chat room, she says, I can't believe that there's actually a podcast about a TV show like Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Why and, wouldn't there be that? And, and then she says, I didn't know that men watched this soap, uh, but I guess he has to to be able to do this show. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I do watch Desperate Housewives. I, I do it because my wife in, has enjoyed the show forever and and uh you gave me such a hard time i did about i thought it was the stupidest show. Yeah. show ever i know and and now it's i'd venture to say it's at the top of your favorites list uh not it, at the top yeah. holding the number one but towards the top yeah in it, the top it, four. it's in my top five actually five. 
Yeah, it, you know, lost being number one, Definitely. obviously. Right, for obvious reasons. Yeah. We were just saying the other day that we need, um, or I was saying to you, that we really need Lost to come back on so TV surprises us again. Yeah, no <laughs> it's, doubt. It's like when you're sitting there watching, and this has nothing to do with the Housewives, but when we're... We watched Fringe this week, yeah. And even I was saying, okay, this is going to happen, and this is going to, and it was very predictable. I'm like, I miss Lost because I'm, I'm no longer surprised by television right, right now. Right, right. It's all been done before, and exactly. So, so anyway, back to Housewives. Back to Housewives. I just want to say that you know we started off just like, ah, eh, it's so so, but there, though, all, everything yes. we've discussed so far were all very interesting thing. I thought those right. were very interesting storylines. Now, the Catherine Susan thing. Could have done without. Could have done without. Actually, I enjoyed it up until the point where Catherine was clearly playing Susan still. And Susan fell for it and, you know, let it get to her. Right. Let it get to her. And, you know, I've been a little frustrated with Mike the last few weeks because, um, obviously, Susan is not secure in their relationship. Right. And he's just kind of let it go on, like... You know, but at the end of the episode, he he really told her, you know, we have something much deeper. Right. And we finish each other's sentences. And then it was really cute when he did finish her sentence. And so I, I was happy with that. See, see, and there was, needs you, to be. You there said needs this was not be. that great of an episode. Well, I We're think just, I was just annoyed by the whole the, the whole, whole Catherine and yeah. I'm just I'm tired of Catherine. The, I really am. I knew she the, was going to throw the cup out yep. the window. I was so excited to see her standing next to Susan the next day, you know, but um and that judge in the beginning was funny. The judge in the beginning was funny, but I I agree the the uh, whole jumpsuit I'd, I'd shoot somebody over you or however yeah. she said that to Mike. That was funny. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I don't think it was a bad episode, but I agree that that you know the Catherine thing was kind of boring in this one. It, um, it's boring. Was in there all anything else that we've missed? I mean, the, all the Julie and Angie scene was interesting, although uneventful in awkward. a way. It was yeah, it was just a little <laughs> bit awkward. Yeah. I I I admire Angie in that yes. scene. She had a great deal of restraint, but at the same time. Yeah. She pretty much told it like it is. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, and and she was right. Mm-hmm. I honestly, she she was right. Um, I love when they ask for her money for the coffee, and she says it's on her. She owes me. She owes me. <laughs> yeah. That that was that good. was good. I liked that. See, see, there's even more. And yes. and by the way, they did move. They they did, moved their story ahead a little bit because he made the phone call the, on the prepaid phone. The phone call. There are a couple things that we learned in this episode. Number one, he saved her life. Yes. Which goes back to the scar on her back. Not ruined it. Okay. Which is that referring to right now? <laughs> right. So so he did save her life and then he ruined her life. Uh, they are hiding from somebody. They're afraid of being traced and tracked and stuff like that. So there's all of that going on. I'd venture to and say that he cares that about her enough to willingly sacrifice himself as long as she can go free. Right. So we learn a lot there until he finds out that she's out strangling girls. <laughs> yeah. If that, if that indeed is happening. So yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'll tell you what. We have some feedback okay. from some recent episodes. Uh, this may be two episodes back. At the- oh, Gabby is right for being mad at Lynette. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As is Carlos. Absolutely, absolutely. Good job on that one. So here's what Kayla had to say about a couple episodes ago. 
Hi, this is Kayla. I'm calling from Chicago, and the feedback is regarding my favorite show, Desperate Housewives. Um, I don't remember because I was not really watching the last season. Lynette had cancer, and I wonder if it was breast cancer and if she had a mastectomy. And if so, how come they are doing this book story right now? Maybe, uh, I don't know. It's just a question. Um, do you remember what kind of cancer she had and if, if she had surgery or something? Uh, also, uh, the person that I attacked, Julia, Julie, I'm sure I was also thinking that was Catherine like you guys. Uh, actually, after you guys said that, I, I thought, hmm, makes a lot of sense. But in the last scene uh, of the season premiere, they showed the person coming um, towards Julie, and it's exactly the same pair of shoes that Dominic had it when he went to visit Julie in the hospital. So I just want to hear what you guys think about it, and keep your good job. You do a wonderful, wonderful job, um, and God bless you and our country, and I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Kayla, thank you so much. So she brought up two things. Yes. Number one, Lynette and cancer. And right. if she had breast cancer, why are they doing the big boob thing? Right. It and was lymphoma. Exactly. And it was in the lymph nodes. Right. In her neck. So that helps answer that. Yes. And good catch. Great catch, actually, on the, the fact shoes. that it was Nick's shoes. Absolutely. However, his wife with, would have easy access to those shoes. Would she not? She certainly would. So yeah. there you go. Anyway, um, did you have anything else to add to this episode, Steph? I mean, um, I don't think so. I think the quick ad with with Gabby and Carlos being, you know, right and being mad with Lynette is right. Um, should she be forced out? I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. But right. they absolutely have a right to be mad at her. They absolutely have a but right. But I to loved be mad. that your stomach kicked me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was great. That was great. Yeah. So anyway, that is uh, our review of the coffee cup episode of the Desperate Housewives television show. Of course, uh, we want to say thank you for subscribing to our podcast. And uh, we are going to be having a week off next week. The I know. Desperate Housewives comes back in two weeks, which will give you plenty of time to check out the 23 other podcasts that we produce here at gspn.tv. One of which, by the way, is going to be launched here, uh, well, probably by the time you get this one. Uh, it should be on the website, available for you to download. The Twilight Saga Podcast. Yes. Brand new to GSPN, our 24th podcast, The Twilight Saga Podcast. You which can, we announced here last week. That's right. You can find it at twilightsagapodcast.com. More details will be there. Anyway, thank you very much. We will be back again in two weeks. You can join us live if you want to at gspn.tv slash live. When you go there, there is a schedule of all of our live shows. And if you've never been to one of our live shows before in the chat room, um, you know, check it, especially on Thursdays. Thursdays, I'm here from 7 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. With a short break for lunch in the afternoon, but uh, <laughs> it, it is a it is a fun event to come and participate in the community. I mean, tonight we've had an awesome uh, group of folks. We've had you know Queen of Norway and Jerica and a bunch of other folks that have been in here in the chat room. 
On Thursdays, we typically have over the course of the day about 800 or 900 people come through um, over the course of the entire day. And then, of course, Jack Jack likes ABC, says, don't forget me. <laughs> anyway, so we want to say uh, come and join the community. Absolutely. That's what this is all about here. We're, we're not just a bunch of podcasts. Uh, we would love to get to know you. And if you want, you can call in your listener feedback just like Kayla did. The phone number, Stephanie, is... 859-795-4067. One more time, just in case they need to punch it into their cell phone uh, address book. 859-795-4067. That's right. And you can call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we will eventually get to your call here in the show. Alrighty. Oh, by the way, if you are noticing, subscribe to the free feed, you notice that mm, I'm looking and it seems like I'm missing some episodes. Well, that's because we have this thing called gspn.tv plus membership. You can learn more details over at gspn.tv slash plus, and you'll find out where the rest of those episodes are hidden. Anyway, we'll talk to you all next week. And until next time, join Join the the community. community.